When the first time I got fingered, he was drunk and he passed out while his finger was inside Stop. me. I was 18 and he just, and I was like, Michael, Michael. And his hand was just in me. <laughs> I just was like, all right. And I just kind of took it out. And, oh. <laughs> and I was like, do I have like the most boring pussy? <laughs> Does that how is that does that feel weird to pull a yeah, living hand out of It was really it was really upsetting. <laughs> but first, a word from our sponsors. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by Audio Desires, an erotic audio platform dedicated to giving you the best oral sex you can have. With hundreds of sexy stories in three different languages and a sleek user-friendly design, Audio Desires is the right fit to get you in the mood. Enjoy 50% off an annual membership or 20% off a monthly membership when you use promo code MANHORE at audiodesires.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the sassy sadists and bratty bottoms. What's up, you West Village bears and uptown rope bunnies? This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to the show if you're new. And you know, welcome back if you're not. I'm happy to be in your ear holes today as you are listening to this. How's the day going? You doing the things? Getting stuff done? Did you have to, you have to stop to take a little squirt, squirt break? Hey, I, me too, sometimes. Usually, usually comes around like 11 a.m., 1 p.m., somewhere in that zone. I get it. Hey, you'd ever try to take a procrastination break and you're like, oh, I'm just going to take 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to rub one out, get my mind right so I can focus. And then three hours later, you're like, oops. Yeah, that, that happens sometimes. <laughs> but hey, everybody, we've got a great uh, show for you this week. I've got on fellow comedian Sally Ann Hall, a, a very imbibing episode, doing some shots uh, of Jamaican rum throughout the show. I don't normally drink alcohol when I do the podcast, but you know, wanted to make my guest feel comfortable. I, th- I think the last time I drank with any sense of fervor on air was probably AVN 2019, uh, I had five interviews that day. My fifth and final one was with that woman from the the Woodhull Freedom Foundation. And first, it was like we were drinking whiskey. And then at some point, just I was drinking whiskey. And uh, then by the end of the episode, I think I was just crying. So, you know, lo- happy that that, <laughs> that didn't happen this time around. Um, dope, dope chat going on. Also, another dope chat going on. Last Thursday, our hot... Movie night, ooh, spicy, but gosh, y'all are fucking funny. Uh, last Thursday, we had a great turnout, had like a baker's dozen of Patreon members show up in the champagne room to watch a porn together, because like that's what me and my people do. Uh, we watched Taboo American Style Part 1. I think Cap'n Funkasaurus is going to win Commentator of the Night. 
dude, just all y'all just make me crack up while also being aroused. So like kudos, way to go. Uh, by the way, shout out to hotmovies.com. Uh, promo code manhorse should still get you 20 free minutes on top of the free trial or any package that you sign up for. Uh, longtime supporters of the Manhor podcast. We love them. Hotmovies.com. Uh, I got a f- couple of fan emails to read y'all. First one, subject line, your newest fan. It, it starts, hi, Manhor. Ooh, uh, my name's Billy and I host the Manhor podcast. I am not Manhor, but hey, that's okay. Hi, Manhor. Ah, uh, I've had this one really close friend since we were about two or three, and he was one of my most loving supporters when I was figuring out that I was bi. He shared episode 438 with me a few weeks ago, and I'm finally getting to listen to it today. Episode 438, of course, is my naked episode with Fan Whore Chuck. That was a really dope one. Um, about 10 minutes in, and I, I think I'm a dedicated fan whore, perhaps even a stan whore. Stan whore? Oh my gosh, Leo, thank you, but how did we miss that one, everybody? Did I drop the ball? Did you drop the ball? Someone missed Stan whore over the, how did it take eight years? We never heard Stan whore until now. Thank you, bud. Um, I'm loving the show so far, and I'm hearing all these references I don't know about, like Peep Show and Champagne Room. Is there a link tree or something so I can learn more and start to get involved with the community online? Thanks so much, Leo. Leo, what a wonderful email to read this morning. Um, I'm so glad you're digging the show. Very happy your friend uh, recommended it to you. Word of mouth is still the number one way people discover new podcasts. So, hey, if you can't blast it on social media, tell two friends to tell two friends about the Manor Podcast. Or should I say, tell two fuck buddies to tell two fuck buddies about the show. Anyways, you want to get involved with the community. I, it's one of my favorite things about what I do for work is the, uh, the community that is built around the show. Uh, first one you frequently hear about is the Champagne Room. That is our super free, super sex positive Discord server. Uh, is welcome to anyone who just needs some, to connect with some like-minded people. And we got channels about all sorts of topics. We got uh, you know channels about wellness and about gaming. We got channels about kink and sex toy recommendations. We even have a channel where you just share pictures of your pets. I, I sometimes share pictures of my my baby niece. Because, like, to me, that's a pet until she's, like, a more proper human. Uh, but anyway, and then, of course, there is also an episode discussion channel for fan whores who want to talk about the podcast. And it is free to join for anybody. And uh, there is a link always in the show notes. But you can join us today at manwhorepod.com slash discord. You also just heard about one of the other ways we connect is uh, in the Champagne Room, my Patreon members, we watch a porn to- a retro porno together once a month, a new thing we do called Hot Movie Night. Maybe you'll be able to join us for next month's. And then the other uh, big online community we have is The Peep Show. And oh gosh, I love, I love, love <laughs> that The Peep Show exists. It is a private group chat. That has been going on for like over five years. Uh, it is uh, a private NSFW group chat. And we pretty much just shared nudes, gifts, and compliments all day, every day. 
Uh, it's it's a beautiful, magical place. I mean, look, I don't care what we've got young, we got people in their 20s, we've got people in their 50s, we got big bodies, we got small bodies, we got different genders and sexual orientations in there. It's wonderful. You can drop a good butt picture at 9 a.m. and at 9 p.m. you're gonna have a bunch of people who said, damn, that butt's looking good. Love the slow-mo, great angle. It's just, you know, very affirming place. And then like shortly after we all compliment someone's ass, someone might say something like, oh, you know, I'm having a really hard time. Um, I have this doctor's appointment coming up or I'm going through a breakup. And then the whole slutty, you know, semi-naked community will come together to be like, oh my gosh, what, what can we do for you? We're here for you. DM me if you need something. So I love the peep show. Great space. And uh, access to the peep show is granted to $10 and up members on my Patreon which you can join at patreon.com slash podcast. Again, a champagne room free hot movie night is in the champagne room for patrons only. And the peep show is for $10 and up members on Patreon uh, to join the group chat. And then the, you know, offline, there's also man con. We didn't do one this year. Uh, that should be returning next year, you know, unless one of y'all out there want to organize your own unofficial joint, happy to show up. But uh, uh, Man Whore Con is a great annual fan whore meetup we typically have done out here in New York. Who knows where we'll do it next? And uh, we just kind of come together and do a fun, a bunch of fun events, have sex positive conversations, and usually people end up taking their clothes off. Not at my direction. It just seems to be what my people do when you put them in a room together. Oops. <laughs> so, uh, Leo, welcome to Fan Horde Nation. Hope to see you online soon. Uh, this next one, uh, subject line episode 402. Dear Billy, I just listened to your episode 402 with Dylan Birdsall. Uh, and my question, as a 50-year-old woman, who is fat is this? I always somehow end up with guys who are much younger than me and out of my league, and it's intimidating. I know you have extensively commented on why younger guys want older women, but why don't guys who are in our league and the same age ever seem to be interested? Your guest was discussing how he wants to be with someone out of his league, which sounds like exactly the thing that makes me sad. Smart, sexy, funny women don't always come in society's expected packages either. Well, gosh, don't we all know that one? I'm pretty pretty sure that's like half of the bustle headlines so uh we're in agreement on that final one but you know let, let's see if we can tackle what's going on because i'm a little confused it sounds like you would prefer sexual partners who are less attractive and in their 50s which is fine but i'm confused because it, like, it sounds like you have what you seem to perceive as hot lovers like built into your question is the idea that there exists one standard of beauty and that we are all using it to move up and down the pre-agreed upon leagues. And if my lack of abs, thin hair, and just barely above average dick have shown me anything, it's that the magazine cover standard of beauty is just not what everyone is actually using. Some people value, you know, of course, personality and chemistry above looks. Granted, I've struggled to enjoy being picked for those reasons and not for my body for a long time because, like, I've had this fucked up fantasy where, like, I want to be objectively hot. Like, I want to be that I want to be someone that someone would jerk off to without knowing my fabulous personality. Right. I have a joke where I say, like, I want to have the kind of body where someone looks at me on the street and thinks I got to fuck that guy. 
Because right now I think I have more of a body where a chick looks at me and thinks, ooh, I could fuck that guy. First, let me hear his stance on Reese Witherspoon movies. You know, but then I started an OnlyFans at the heaviest weight in my entire life. I was like, in my two, I'm in the, I'm in and out of the 230s right now. But I was like in the mid to high 230s. I may have even hit 240 pounds. And I learned that like I do have the kind of body that men and women will jack off to. The tens of thousands of dollars I've made on that platform prove it. So there are no fucking leagues. The only leagues there are are the ones that exist in your head for the people who are in your league to fuck you as determined by you. You got to be the MVP of the Pro Bowl team of Julia's National Federation of Hotties. The younger men you're hooking up with or dating, you know, they're not out of your league. You click with them. They click with you. That's what matters. Forget the leagues. I've seen women at Hacienda, okay, who I don't necessarily find very attractive. And I've seen them getting it from dudes who look like fitness models. You know, those dudes don't have an ugly chick fetish, okay? They're just into that woman. And these dudes are into you. Take yes for an answer. And you know what? You're you're hotter than you believe. Yes, as a fat, whatever that word means to you, 50-year-old woman, you're sexy to the people who think you're sexy. And that's all that matters. Okay, your head is going to explode if you try to delineate everyone into their proper leagues because they don't exist. The only issue here is if these hot younger men aren't attractive to you. Like if you think they're hot and you want to fuck them, be happy they want to fuck you. Like there you go. That's it. And if you don't want to fuck them, then that's fine too. In which case, happy hunting for divorced dads with hairy backs and man boobs. Like I... And that's not a bad thing because there are people who think that's a hot look. Hang in there, sexy. Stop trying to measure up. Just have fun. Enjoy. Uh, And if you want to send me your comments, your questions, maybe you've got a reaction uh, to Julia's email here. You can send me an email at manhorpod at gmail.com. You just might hear it on the show. Before I get to this week's guest, Sally Ann Hall, let's do a quick fan horror appreciation moment. Leland Burrell, hey buddy, thank you for supporting the Man Horror Podcast on Patreon. Go Pioneers! I very much appreciate your support. I hope you're enjoying the sunshine. Avoid the fires. And you too can become a member for as little as $2 per month. For just $2, you can support a poor podcaster trying to make it in New York City. <laughs> um, you can support the work that I'm doing. Connect with your fellow fan whores at patreon.com slash Podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Podcast. Or download the Patreon app and find me on there. Sally Ann Hall, a f- funny comedian. I've known her for years. Uh, met, met her going to her open mic way, way back in the day. South 4th Street Bar in Williamsburg. Uh, it is Sally Ann. It is not Sally nor Ann. Uh, do not make that mistake. I have watched people regret it. Uh, but she's very funny. Very much enjoy her on the Twitter. Uh, and, and here's my conversation with Sally Ann Hall. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by AudioDesires.com. Truly like the Netflix of audio porn with hundreds of sexy stories at your disposal. Anyone and everyone can get a little flustered getting to work listening uh, to some of the stories at audiodesires.com. I love 
the smooth, sleek interface that they've got going on. They right now are promoting um, little anthologies, little clusters. Like think of it as a sexy playlist of of audio smut for you to listen to. Like they've got a whole playlist just of group sex stories, which starts off like it seems fun. Okay, a voyeur thing, a threesome thing, an orgy thing, and then there's one, the coven. And so what happens is, you know, the way they uh, they they title these things, like there will be a title like. The Guy Next Door, part one. And it'll say like the name of the voices being used um, or like what kind of encounter is happening. Alice, an affair. Julia with friends with benefits. Uh, and then there's a story called The Coven. And it says it's with Sophia, Zoe, mythical creatures. Well, damn, I can't wait to hear what that 12 minutes of witchcraft sounds like. And Audio Desires is giving Fan Horn Nation a very, very special deal. Truly an absurd discount. Um, you know, use promo code MANHOR for 20% off the monthly membership or get this 50% off the annual membership. 50% off for those of you who aren't great at, at math. It's half. That is half off an annual membership. Make your walk to work a little more exciting with a story from audiodesires.com. And don't forget to use promo code MANHOR so they know who sent you. Now let's get to the show. Well, uh, Sally Ann, cheers. Cheers. I haven't Thank started. you for sharing, by the way. Oh, of course. I appreciate it, but like that's... Sally Ann, I'm not like you. I can't drink that whole bottle on my own. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm getting older. It's getting harder. <laughs> uh, even after all that bartending, like it's it starting. Oh, to now, well, I I drank way more when I was bartending. Now, like I would do a bunch of shots in like a night, and like be able to like now, I'll have like four or five drinks, and I'm like I'm wasted. I'm I need to go home. I'm just tired now. I don't like to stay up late. Yeah, I think there's something about 30s where like I I can't wake up past 9 a.m. I want to. I want to sleep that, in. That is not my problem. That's not your problem. I woke up at like noon today and I was like, nice. <laughs> nice. Pretty good. My job doesn't start till one, so it's easy. It's nice. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the I mean I am a lightweight. Like I'm the cheap I'm a cheap, cheap date. I have to actually keep track. I'm I just started like hooking up with this bartender. And I have to now like be really careful because she will out drink me. Oh, absolutely. It's so easy to um You'll be casually drinking with a bartender, and that bartender will be like hard, hard drinking. Right, and and uh, they're in, they're standing up straighter than you by the end of the night, and they're like, "All right, just counted my money and stuff. Here's the, my the seventeenth shot." And uh, they're they, yeah, they just stay up. <laughs> That's what my husband's like. He he's a t he's a very skinny man, but he like um he can really drink. And but when he gets drunk, he just kind of gets like quiet, but not like sloppy, just like. <laughs> that's when you know he's like really drunk right see i can be still fun and everything but then i become fairly useless when you take me home so it's just more like you want to get me drunk it, you have, you'll be upset about this later you're gonna have to feed me later <laughs> yeah it's like it's gonna be a real toss-up if i'm useful or not so you yeah. have fun with that you're yeah. gonna have a fucking snuggle monster or like a mildly decent sexual partner your call mm -hmm, you want to mm -hmm. you want to risk that or you wanna... oh that's right the sex yeah oh, you're, thank... <laughs> you're like what is that <laughs> no for me it's just like thank god for lube i just and i can be like you know what you got a bottle that that solves my problem, but with guys, it is a little more difficult to um, maintain an erection. That's what I yeah. When the drinking's involved, 
I'm, 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 I'm checking my privilege here. I got pussy privilege. You yeah. can you you can make a dry pussy wet yeah. easy. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot make a soft dick hard as easy. <laughs> yeah, you know, look, I like to do all sorts of things, but like, uh, you know, when I'm drunk, even when I do the things that don't require a hard dick, I'm drunk. My coordination's not very good. No, you're you know? you're just yeah. Like the the strong fingering hand turns into like a non dominant fingering hand. Dude, literally, <laughs> I I've had. A, have we started recording yet? Yeah. Sure. So this sounds like the perfect time to tell you. I actually, when the first time I got fingered, he was drunk and he passed out while his finger was inside me. I was 18 and he just, and I was like, Michael, Michael. And his hand was just in me. (laughs) I just was like, all right. And I just kind of took it out. (laughs) And I was like, do I like the most boring pussy <laughs> does that how is that does that feel weird to pull a yeah, living hand it out was of you? really it was really upsetting <laughs> i was like and this was again the first time i had been fingered so right. i was like okay i didn't i've never heard of this right <laughs> but uh you know we were new to alcohol and and fingering and yeah. it was a, it was a deadly combination <laughs> i mean i'll be honest that's a first that i've heard oh like, wow I mean, i've fallen asleep between someone's legs like i've gone down someone like very quickly and like a snap yeah, out of it. Yeah, doze off. I've definitely fallen asleep like during sex because like, especially when you're drunk, especially when there's a lot of drugs involved, there's yeah. a lot of like going in and out and like whatever. And I've definitely been <laughs> with a guy who was, who kept falling asleep during sex. But here's the thing. He kept insisting on being on top. And I was like, st- and he was huge. <laughs> and I was like, stop. And I'd wake up and be like, nope. Okay, I'm ready to go. And um, that was crazy. I was like... I have too many falling asleep during sex stories to be normal. <laughs> like I need to get more. I need to just be with people who are like getting better rest. I mean, but for the amount that you drink, I feel like it's like a normal. Like it's yeah. not. Unex- I'm not surprised to hear you. Fall yeah, that's true. Sex. That's true. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely after like a night of bartending, getting home at five a.m. Yeah. and be like, all right, <laughs> let's go for round whatever and then like it doesn't work <laughs> i mean i i actually like i fall asleep during sex but like semi on purpose because like i wanted to i don't know if you remember i used to actually work this out at your open mic i had have i don't know this like rape fancy but it's like her raping me sure and so those but- are mine too <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> i'm the rapey absolutely yeah. yes yeah. and so like uh we were trying to figure out with the girlfriend at that time like how can we like do i roofie myself like how can we accomplish this oh right because yeah the dynamic that's so that's so interesting well because like i have to be able to like function so but and then also fall asleep during it and then there's the whole like where does one even get roofies was like where the bit started going of like how because you know if you hit up your drug dealer like if you ask for cocaine that could be for anything you ask for roofies roofies, that's for one thing oh my god i um wow that's so funny i actually I wrote a I wrote a scene in a pilot okay. about girls who were trying to like get roofies and it was like her you know just being like Ugh, who has roofies and like uh, but then I found you know what it's fun I actually was roofied thank you so much uh, <laughs> and uh, I you know everything turned out to be okay but then I learned a lot about roofies and mm-hmm. they use ketamine oh. they just use ketamine Rohypnol is, is um, outlawed. And that was what Rufi is short for, Rufipnol. Slip him a Mickey or whatever. I'll, by the way, I have like a bit about it now, but I'm like, I feel like Rufi and Mickey are just like too cute of words <laughs> for poison. It's like, oh, he roofied her. And it's like, I think poison, because that's like, <gasps> it's like, no, he poisoned her. Yeah. He's a poisoner. That's yeah. what he does. <laughs> uh, 
Um, a, a listener, when I would share that, I wanted to like, we were just be, I was like sincerely thinking like, I don't know. I think I, maybe I get roofies and we'll do it that way. And I had people be like, do not do that. But they would like just get a strong indica. And then I started smoking weed. And then I had the dopest, I'm falling asleep and coming back into it sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, look, I hear K-holes are really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get it. You know what I mean? You still can roofie yourself. Um, but the thing is, the thing about makes roofies and being drugged um, so hard to tell is that uh, it basically just mimics the effects of a lot of alcohol. Right. Most people do not know that they have been drugged until like when like for me i didn't realize i'd been drugged until like uh my partner was like shaking me awake being like hey you were drugged you were drugged and i was like because you're so out of it you don't you don't know what's going on uh and then i was like oh and i will i do have to tell this story because um it is funny uh (laughs) because he was like where were you tonight and i had i had it was right after a comedy show and I was just doing karaoke by myself for a couple hours. By yourself? <laughs> yes. Is this the time I should introduce the very lonely Sally Ann Hall? <laughs> I was doing karaoke by myself. Hello. And uh, and my and my boyfriend at the time, he was like, oh, was there ever a chance that you like set your drink down? And I was like, did I sing five fucking ballads in a row? Yeah, there was a chance. Are you kidding me? Of course there was. My, I was leaving my drink everywhere. I'm surprised I haven't gotten roofied sooner doing that. But so I just, I have to just recognize how hilarious it is. Cause it's like, that probably wasn't even sexual. They might've just fucking hated me. They're like, that girl's so annoying. She keeps singing all the songs. I'm going to roofie her. You know, I'll never know who did it. Never know who it was. If I hear one more Whitney Houston song. <laughs> I swear to fucking <laughs> this bitch just thinks that she has that kind of range. They're like, I don't, I don't want to fuck you, miss. I hate your Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> and just before you pass out, you're like, why don't you want to? This is my literally how I envision you in in said story. Uh, but Sally Ann Hall, hello, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. This is maybe the most I've talked about roofies this quickly. You're welcome. I, well, I imagine you might know a bit. Did you ever like as a bartender? Because you're like a, uh, I don't want to insult you, but. Almost lifelong bartender. I've been a bartender for a long time. I've been bartending since I was seven. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm only 17, so <laughs> it is pretty much most of my life. Uh, but did you ever have to like take like a course? Did you have to ever like learn about those as a bartender? Uh, no, they don't. No. no. Bartenders don't know shit. We're stupid. They don't teach anything. <laughs> it's garbage. Uh, the whole profession. Uh, <laughs> but um, but I what I would do is like, it's more about watching out for creepy dudes that's what i would get at things. so like yeah you know like a girl would get drunk and a guy would carry carry out or like but usually it's the guy that she came with mm-hmm. creep I, I worked in a cigar bar for a long time so that was like its own kind of like total creep guys right and then i worked in this like piano gay bar for a long time and that was a totally other type of still very creepy grabby men you what know what kind of creepy grabby men gay did ones. you face at the gay bar well i didn't face them oh you did i, I don't know i mean i have gotten grabbed well, but i like, hear about i hear about gay guys feeling like very liberal with like women's yes. tits uh yes they yes i definitely have had that happen um and you know but luckily in the game i was more of a chance where i could i was also a singing bartender so i could grab a microphone and be like this piece of shit just grab my ass Everyone boo him. You know what I mean? I had a lot more autonomy than I did at the cigar bar where mm. if someone grabbed my ass, I'd complain to the bouncer and then they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's like owns a casino. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. <laughs> you know, sorry that happened. But 
keep working. <laughs> uh, is so, it true that there's like a code word or code phrase you can tell a bartender to be like, I don't feel safe or whatever? Um, No, that's no, definitely that's not. Fake. Like, I mean, I think you can just kind of give a little wink. But like, no, we, we, do, we have not all agreed upon a phrase. Uh, but what I'll do is I'll just pull her aside and go, are you all right? You need me to do anything? Like, mm. you know, I'll check in like that. Usually when he's not away, because I've definitely done that where a guy saw me talking to like his girlfriend about him and he and got, like, she wants a threesome. No, <laughs> he was like, what the fuck you just say? And I was like, ah, and then like the bouncer had a point, like he like started, he was like going to attack me. He was oh, like, shit. motherfucker. Yeah, that was crazy. I've been, I've definitely been like assaulted by mm. drunk people a lot. I got choked by this old lady. By an old lady. Well, she, I mean, she wasn't old. She was like 60. That's she was too old, old to be acting like that. It was the beginning of my shift. She comes in. It's like a Monday. It is slow. And she's already wasted. And she's like, give me the microphone. Because it's like a piano bar. And I was like, I don't have the microphone. You have to like talk to the pianist. I, I do the drinks. And she's like, give me the fucking microphone. And I'm like, all right. Well, I don't. Do you see a microphone, bitch? Like, no. Like, okay. And I turn around. And she put both hands and she grabs me by the throat chokes me at the duplex the duplex and the manager didn't do anything about it they're garbage <laughs> oh actually the owner was like oh i heard you were assaulted the other day are, are you okay and i was like yeah so they so they do care <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it's crazy to me that they say they wouldn't um the duplex it's owned by a straight guy oh. i say it's a gay bar he does not oh really what oh no they the- call it he says it's a gay-friendly bar, but we're not Has a gay bar. Has he ever been to it? Oh, yes. No, he'll make money off of it. We Like, oh, Pride Month, he'll put all the rainbow flags up. But as soon as like a customer who's a Trumper gets offended, he's like, well, it's not a gay bar anyway. So I mean, it's everybody. And I'm like, but it literally fucking is. I don't need to see the rainbows to walk in the place and know it's a gay bar. Well, that's the thing where I'm like, it has historically been a gay queer space uh, for like over 70 years. Yeah. And... To now to just be like, oh, well, like he doesn't mind being put up in all like sure. the, 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 the gay newspapers, like I put all th- the gay publications, <laughs> anything that makes him money, he'll be gay. But if there's ever a problem, he has told the staff many times is not a gay bar. It's, it's such Tony a denial at the duplex. It's so, he's Historic so in denial. Gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> they fired me. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm biased. <laughs> I was a singing bartender there, and I even I, I even married my coworker, a straight guy who's a singing bartender as well. Well, that's a really great segue into. Uh, mm-hmm. I was gonna ask about like what type of hijinks before you became an honest woman that you get into, like as a a, a liberally drinking bartender uh, and a big ass whore. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I fucked a lot I, of people. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it. I fucked. Yeah, I definitely have always had a bad habit of like. Fucking coworkers. Ever since I moved to New York, I okay. like, worked at like a hotel or a restaurant, or whatever, and I'm just like, oh god, ah, I gotta stop. You know, fucking the door guy and then this guy and this guy, and then you know, like you fall in love with one guy, but then one guy falls in love with you, and it's like so much drama. But then you know. that doesn't even count the comics. Oh my god! It's like you have two very slutty worlds that encourage a lot of alcohol, comedy land, and being a bartender. Well, why do you think I fit into comedy so well? Not like. Because I'm talented, I mean, like, lifestyle-wise. I just wanted to drink and have sex and go to shows. So that's how I got into comedy. Because it was just, like, a fun social life. And uh, now, unfortunately, I'm in too deep and I don't have any other skills. Oh, no. <laughs> I will. I was a bartender, but they fired me. I mean, you me. did. Look, 
but I mean, for you, knowing look, you my did, worth, you did snag, you did snag a husband out of it, which is good to grab like as a parting gift. I know, and it's it does feel disrespectful um, to be like we did, we work together on Monday nights. Me okay. and me and my husband, Ryan, husband. my husband, um, yeah, and you know to be like we're technically heterosexual, but not really. Think about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, because because well, because of, of all the gay things we do at the not gay gay bar. Yeah, the Which, by the way, I bar. have put together a gay bar bar crawl, and like the duplex was on it. Like, no, take it, it off. No. <laughs> take it off. Spend your money. Spend your money at real gay places. Uh, no, I mean I'm bisexual, so like you are. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck isn't? My husband, actually, unfortunately. Um, oh, you wish he was. I would. I'm working on it. Okay, I'm gonna so be like, what? you suck to suck a dick. Just do it. So is that what's the what's the vis- what's the hot vision? Of like a two guy bi friendly threesome for you, um yeah I mean I don't know how is it like what's the vision like of, what you want to know where which what, hole they go in yeah, first yeah like what <laughs> what what do you fantasize about your husband doing that he doesn't want to do yet um I actually he's not necessarily one of the two guys <laughs> so you would rather have a hall pass can I, can I just like go in the West Village and find a couple guys to can I just watch Honest- how about can I just find a gay couple to watch. Honestly, I was well. I was I was thinking about uh, an actual situation that I'd be comfortable with, and um, honestly, I feel like if we went to a place where you know sex work was legal, safe, uh, you know, um, and whatever we a trusted establishment or referrals or whatever, I would totally be fine being like, you go into that room with however many chicks you want. I'm gonna go into this room with these two hunky guys, and we'll just high five afterwards. And like that to me is like the ultimate. Fan, like that because he is not gay he will not in, he probably won't enjoy watching me get fucked by a dude or what okay. you know what i mean so it's like if he's not into it i i can't i'm not really imagining like qualities that he doesn't have and I, with time like i'm sure you can even get i was in a gangbang in like 2015 <laughs> you say like you're like i did my first tour <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> that was maybe more my second gangbang tour, but yeah, no, uh, actually, I had the couple on the podcast. Um, well, so the gangbang, and then time passes. They came back to New York. They, hey, we're gonna have a smaller gangbang. We'd like to invite you back. I'm like flattered, but then I was like, do you all want to do the show the next day? They say sure, but in this smaller gangbang, mm-hmm. um, the husband who appears very heterosexual, who would claim to be very heterosexual, but during, I remember they start each, they started the gangbangs with like everyone go in a circle and introduce yourselves. And like I remember, oh one or two of the guys God. mentioned they were they were by, and at one point, like I forget what I was doing with her, but I, he says I just very distinctly remember watching, hearing him go, "Hey, honey, hey, honey," and then I see her look over at him, and he's got one of the cocks just on, in his hand, and he goes, "Honey, oh," he gives like three good, oh, oh, oh. oh and then that was it, because he knew it would turn her on. He's like. I'm not like sucking cock as much as I'm putting a dick in my mouth because it's going to turn her on. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, gosh, performative homosexuality. No one knows this better than women. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) To be like, you know, no one. There's a lot of straight like porn actresses, for example, who do a lot of lesbian scenes. They're not necessarily lesbian, but like, what are they? You know, you you come. You do the thing. You come, you come. It's acting. Yeah, I actually actually met um, a. a guy who did pretty much exclusively gay porn, but he was straight. Yeah. And uh, really hot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Elliot. <laughs> well, so what I'm saying is like, I'm sure uh, in time you might be able to get him to be like, for for you, once in a blue moon. Yeah, I'm sure. But it would be, it would be like 
like that. Like, all right. You know. Uh, oh, here you go, honey. Ah. And uh, it's definitely not something that I like need actually that much. Like, it's like it's like it's something that I'm like, I'll check it off. Do my- you watch bi male porn? Or no. gay porn? No. No. I pretty much watch boy girl porn or uh gangbang. A lot of gangbang stuff. Ah. I do yeah, I don't I don't watch a lot of gay porn. I do um like clinically, like as an interest, and I'm like, oh, this is fascinating, <laughs> but like when I'm masturbating, no. I okay. I don't I don't that's actually not like my go to. It's uh it's uh it's usually pretty rough <laughs> rape stuff. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Back to it. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear how you two first uh, possibly inappropriately hooked up at work. But first, I don't want you to suffer any DTs. So salute. Thank you so much. Mm. (laughs) Um, Well, I wish I wish that it was like we met at work. Um, uh, But I got him the job. So uh, y'all were already together. Yes, I got you meet. Hinge, baby. Hey. Yeah, he. But um, when we met, and I told him where I worked, um, the duplex. He was like, "Oh yeah, I go there and I sing all the time." But he has another piano bar that he prefers that he goes to. Um, and he's totally straight. Uh. Oh no! Well, as soon as he said this, I was like, "Fuck me right now!" Like, oh yeah, no. The second, <laughs> the second, and well, he studied musical theater. Uh, you know. And we knew a lot of the same people. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was already just like, oh, oh, my God, my perfect man. You know, just like a just like a gay man who happens to just be interested in women. <laughs> yeah. Someone to save you from the drunken hookups of bartending and comedy life. No. And he well, what was fun is that he was like a drinker in a party or two. And so it was just like, ah, but I did. I will say I did take on a second date. I did take him to a comedy show. Oh. My, my, one of mine. One of yours. Oh, well, uh, one that I knew was going to be really good. But you were on it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I was like, I guess we can meet on Friday. Uh, is it weird? Can we do like this like little loft in this really cool like Brooklyn thing? <laughs> and I and I was so nervous, but it was like all a bunch of like young, like Williamsburg, like hip people. Did you crush? I didn't crush, but I, I did fine. You did fine. Okay. I, I, I did fine enough to wear that like right after my set. Like, let's go and make out right now. <laughs> um, to be just like, yeah. And but I did feel like very stupid. For, but I'm like, I'm like, this is gonna impress the fuck out of him. <laughs> see me, I'm just more like, I want to make sure they're impressed with me first before I let them see me do stand up. Oh well, I'd had sex with him, so he'd seen it. Oh, <laughs> well, we had sex our first date. Oh yeah, this was our second That's date. That's not the only way I try to impress somebody, Sally. <laughs> I could rest on my laurels, but I want them to like my personality okay, too. Okay, I definitely just, I don't, I don't. I don't have this problem <laughs> um so y'all met on hinge and then you eventually got him the job okay, okay and then yes well yeah he was you know bartending and uh it's actually really funny now so when i got fired they fired about half the staff um for being awesome uh and he was not fired um but i forbid him from going back in there and so he's like all right so now he had to get a new job he found a new job bartending but this, he's like, yeah, one of uh, one of my coworkers. He says he knows you, and then he told me this guy's name, and I was like, I do know him, and it's how well. Okay, so he was a bartender at a comedy club that I would frequent um, as a comedian. No, they didn't pay me, but yeah, I got on stage anyway. So he uh, asked me out, 
And he was like, yeah, let's go on a date. But right before we were supposed to meet up, I had to do a show that was like also a drinking contest that obviously I fucking won. <laughs> so I am I'm smashed when I show up to this date. I am so drunk. This very nice guy. Um, and I take him to the duplex because I'm like so drunk and I could drink for free there. And I was just like, whatever. Blah, blah. Um, and I... When he was in the bathroom, I kind of forgot where I was, what I was doing, and I just took a cab and I went home. <laughs> I just wait, dis- you ditched him? Yeah, no- what? at my workplace on a date. While Did he I was see drunk. you leave? No, he was in the bathroom. I just was like, oh, I gotta call this cab. I'm drunk, and I just didn't. I just went home. Did you like for you drunk and you forgot you were yes. even on a date? Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I do not. But my boss saw me. And he's like, oh, so he had to go tell this poor guy who comes out of the bathroom was waiting for me. He's like, so, uh, Salian's gone? <laughs> like she died? He's like, no, she just went home. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so, so I told, I told my husband, he goes, wait, that's the guy you did that to? I'm like, yes, that's your coworker. <laughs> that is how he knows me. Oh, no. So he's like, well, that, that's so funny. But he didn't tell, right? He didn't, he didn't say anything. He was like, oh, Sally Ann. I, you know what? I know her. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So anyway, they're really good friends. And I think that's very funny. And yeah, he's like, hilarious. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, so my legacy, um, it's hard to feel like an honest woman when you keep getting reminded <laughs> of, uh, you know, all of your b- past behaviors. I would call them accomplishments. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. To be fair, we're still on great terms. He actually, the next day he came to my work because I had to work the next day at the duplex. And he brought me food because he thought I might be hungover. I was. And this is when I was like, you don't, I don't deserve you. <laughs> like, you need to run far away. Like, you are a nice guy. I am a piece of shit. And uh, it never worked. And I think I think it worked out for the best. Well, um, as I pour that, you shared something very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to see how you would react to the discomfort. I hope you're okay. Uh, oh, no. It's uh, very sweatily. It's always, it's always going to be that. Okay. So you shared something interesting before we got started. Um, put it down so it's oh. not over the... Oh, yes. Oh, I don't smart. trust my pouring skills like you, like yours. Yeah, you're not a I'm trained not, professional. I'm not a trained professional drinker or drink pourer like you. Hey, uh, retired so. now. <laughs> I gotta keep it easy because like I have to tell bad jokes in a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I'm I, I'm, I'm not doing shit tonight. I, I envy you. I have to wait like another hour and a half before I can um, put things in my body that make me incapable of being funny. Hey. <laughs> uh, I just got a little it's bit more never time to stopped get. me I know <laughs> but but you um, I like you, a challenge <laughs> so so you and the hubster you said I've been together like four years mm-hmm. and monogamously I would take it uh, once yeah. it once it was a, a serious thing for you yeah right? I would say monogamous um, uh, kind of just by default uh. <laughs> as many as many do yeah we just uh, we moved we moved in after a couple months very quickly and this was my first like real relationship that lasted more than a couple months that was like monogamous. Most of my relationships have been like maybe we would date monogamously for like three months and then we'd break up and I'd sleep right. with them for the next five years. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so that's so I can so I'm like there are these men in my life who I'm like we technically weren't really our relationship was very small but we did 
non-monogamy for sure. a long time, you know? So, and so there's a lot of overlap. So I, non-monogamy was what I was used to, but that was also, I didn't really have like a primary person. It, it was like, person. It, it, it was less non-monogamy as much as just like you, the relationship never really escalated to something like where you would be holding to each other or had agreements. Uh, or, no, it would always yeah. explode before that. And then I, well, that's another thing where it's like, once I like someone, once I like have good sexual chemistry with someone, it's really, I can break up with them, but I can't stop. <laughs> like I can't be like I will always be like at 4am like let's do it <laughs> and then cry and then be like whatever you can date whoever you want and then like date whoever I want right. but then cry and wish that I was the only one uh, fellas is your motivation to stay up till 4am just in case <laughs> oh I can't stay up that late anymore that's a young woman's game <laughs> <laughs> girl same someone I got asked to volunteer at the sex party this week, this upcoming weekend to like be a guardian or whatever from like four to five. You were asked to volunteer at a sex party? They have those. I know, but like, I'm sorry, that should be a paid fucking game. Well, you get a free ticket. You get free. Yo, the ticket's like a hundred bucks. Ain't like it ain't, shit ain't cheap, right? So, so it's, it's like, a work study. <laughs> it's oh, a fuck I'm, study. I, I, <laughs> I, I have an internship at the sex club. <laughs> well, they'll be like you take like an hour shift as a guardian or whatever, right? And then you get the whole night. Other and then you can and then you can take out your dick. I mean, I got my dick out regardless. It's just like it's, okay. The guard, guardians are for like if something happens or oh, like of course. right. So it, it but if it, they offered me the four to five a.m. shift, and I was like, look. I want. I would love to give back to my community. I would love oh, to volunteer. Of course. But um, I'm 33 years old. I I don't remember the last time I was at the orgy at 4 a.m. I'd hate for someone, you know, God forbid it happens. I'd hate for someone to face some traumatic situation, need to come to me for support or mediation, and I'm like dozing off. I'm like, I think I can handle two to three a.m. tops. I love how <laughs> it's like. First off, 33 is not old. <laughs> you're talking as if like you're a 50 year old man i'm get, I, i'm having trouble staying up no but but it's very funny also that just the idea that you would fall asleep at a sex party like you know when you just doze off they're not interesting enough <laughs> to keep your attention it's like you're the type i don't know maybe i'm it just starts mad. to die down around I'm, 4 a.m i'm honestly <laughs> i'm taking out my anger on michael for falling asleep with his fingers in me in my when i was 18 Lady, that was like 15 years ago come on <laughs> Sorry, two years ago. My bad. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Uh, no, that was 17 years ago, dude. Michael, if you can hear me. Oh, cut that out. Sorry. That's probably still his name. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if she now has changed her name to something more appropriate. Uh, who knows? Um. <laughs> no, I saw he married a woman. She was really fucking cool. You were you were sharing about how mm-hmm. uh, you all opened the you were closed and then you opened the thing and had your first threesome with with the hubster. So we've been always so we've been technically monogamous and then the pandemic happened and we were trapped together and it, it got very real and you know very close. But we always kind of were like at some point I'm we're gonna want to fuck other people. I've always been very open about that and he's like yeah you know I've never really done anything like that with other people but like. Sure, or whatever. So it's always been like on the table, but we weren't just like, we're not acting on it. Something to do as an event, but not a lifestyle. Well, to be like, we would, I would just, we would just get into conversations about, because we have friends who are in open relationships and friends who are like in such tightly closed relationships. It's like insane. And I'm also a type of, I also get drunk and I make out with girls sometimes. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I remember I made out with my friend and, uh, who I do have like a sexual history with. And then I was just like, and then I remember the next day I was like, 
oh my god i made out with like my friend yesterday isn't that so funny and he was like haha and then i was like oh shit do you do you care and he's like no and i was like okay so it just kind of felt right Uh um and then it progressed more recently um as uh, like approaching our wedding i was like we have to fucking do a three like before we get married like we need we've not had any kind of like group sex thing but is that like the new requirement before we get married these days guys no but i was like we're fun why are i'm i'm fun and flirty and like <laughs> come on what we've never had we've never done anything let's do it like let's fucking come on so <laughs> um so uh well what happened first is uh so we had a friend we found a friend that um i reconnected with and she is very sexy and she was like a dominatrix for a long time and i knew her a long time ago and we have since gotten you know really close and hung out and she was talking about how she does threesomes and i was like wait would you fuck my husband <laughs> maybe i like you know and she was like totally and i was like stay right there and i like run over <laughs> to ryan and i'm like would you fuck her and he was like yeah totally and i was like yes ah! and i'm like let's have a threesome and here's the thing that was like seven months ago we could not schedule to save our lives like it just became an issue of like thursday i can't do thursday blah blah so it just never happened and i was what were some of the scheduling difficulties that arose it was just like i I don't know just like oh monday oh i can't oh she's going out of town it was just like we this is you're not this is not like a rare thing that's why no like i'm just like oh fuck like when are we ever going to be whatever and then I just kind of gave up on it, being like, all right, well, you know, maybe it's one of those things that you just say that we did and we don't actually have to go through because it seems like a hassle at this point. And um, but there was we did. There, but then there came a time where I ran into her just out partying in Brooklyn, uh, the same girlfriend. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God. And we were like, just started making out. And I was like, oh, let me see. You. So I call my husband. I'm like, hey, is it cool if I like fuck? my friend and he's like yeah go ahead have fun and i was like awesome and we you know hooked up had a great night uh you know hung out all the next day smoke pot uh you know came home and it was totally cool chill fine have you hooked up with women past like drunkenly making out before uh yes i've hooked i've had sex with a lot of women but Uh i have not since dating him okay i was always free to do what i wanted so i was like oh oh I get you. This is still sex. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, But he didn't mind. And so, and then I was like, okay, so like, I wouldn't mind if he did it either. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. This is where things got a little hairy. This sounds right to say, but I don't know if I feel it. No. So, uh, uh, not long after that, I am in this weird situation. I get actually a, a, a friend of mine, a female friend, um, kind of uh, makes a move on me that I was like totally taken off guard because I'm like mm, like I'm about to get married blah 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 and she but I've been telling her that I you know had a threesome experiment or like or like talking about it uh, hooking up with other girls and stuff but I know that like she's like a relationship person right. and I'm like I'm a casual sex like the in what terrifies me in polyamory is the intimacy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you mean I have to keep up a whole relate? No, 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 no. Like, what, for me, it's something really hard. Like, once the sex is over, like, it's with women or someone who I'm not 
romantically attached to. Right. I'm like, all right, bye. And I just get really like, okay. I have to go to the bathroom and now I'm going to call a car. Yeah. I, it's, it, I just, I never really know how to behave. I always want to be nice and respectful, but it's not like, oh, you're gross now. It's sure. more like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but like, I, I did have a threesome. I remember with like my friend with like a guy. And then after like, she was like taking a shower, I kind of like went in to kiss him and he was kind of like, oh, oh. And I was like, oh, was that not the, it's over now. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then ever since then, I've been just like so afraid of being like, you got to ride the vibe. And when the sex vibe is over, it's over. Right. Um, but he can also give you a kiss. Like he probably was just railing you. Like you could do me a courtesy of uh, <laughs> a smooch. I hated that guy. He sucked. Anyway. Uh, but uh, no, he, no, but it was just like, I, I just don't feel like I have that sort of like sexual emotional intelligence of like what's the vibe now i've always been very that that freaks me out so i mean alcohol always made it a lot easier being like we're here we're drunk let's do it um but so anyway she came on to me and i was like no i'm so sorry Ugh, like that's not right. this isn't i thought we were friends and then she kind of ended the friendship <gasps> and i was really upset and mm-hmm. she left and i was like I need Ryan to come home right now because this thing just happened and I'm so upset. And instead of coming home, he calls me and goes, okay, so you know how you had sex with someone? Can I have sex with someone real quick? And I was like, mm. who is it? And he goes, you're the bartender at this bar that I'm a regular at. And I was like, oh, so like some girl you're going to see all the time when you're wasted. And I was like, no, I didn't like it. But I didn't tell him no. I was oh, no. like, I was like, fine and he was like okay bye and i just started crying and i was just so upset just horrible was like i don't and then i was mad at myself because i'm like i thought i was just like cool freewheeling you know love type hippie person and now here i'm getting all traditional and possessive and blah 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 mm-hmm. um and you and don't I, like that about yourself it it would surprise me because I, I i didn't you thought you could be like yeah sure i didn't think it would bother me to imagine him have but like i was like oh what who the fuck it, you know? And so, and then, so he calls me back and he says that he's coming home. And I was like, oh my God, like he felt the hurt in my voice. He's not going to go through with it. Oh no. <laughs> Turns out she changed her mind. <gasps> oh. I know, poor, poor, poor my husband. Oh. So it didn't end up happening, but when he came home also, so he said like a bad night, you know, got all ramped up. That didn't end up working out. She was tired. She just wanted to go home. Um, and then he comes home and I'm fucking... And I just start laying into him being like, I don't think we should do this open relationship. I'm not comfortable. And he was just like, fuck. You know, and it's like, that's not fair. I'm like, sure. But like, you know, and then, I, and then I've been having to face like, oh, is it internalized misogyny that when I have sex with girls, it's not a big deal. But when he has sex with... Because he's romantically attracted to them. Oh, because I'm not romantically attracted to them. That means I see them as less as people. Oh, God, am I not even like a proper bisexual? Oh, you know, there's a lot of things that I... What kind of gender studies minor are you? It was major, you <laughs> oh, <sorry>. fucking cunt. <laughs> you fucking... How dare you? But, hey, the least... biggest aspect of my personality, you just... Erasure. I mean, look, it, was, <laughs> it used to be 20% of your set. It's just been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. South I mean, 4th Street Bar was a while ago. <laughs> hey, it's a whole new bar now. It's a whole different thing. I'm, I did a show there. At least I remember you, you, that's, you studied that in some capacity. 
Because uh, yeah, like like any mouthy feminist, you did not shut up about it. I'm no kidding. Uh, well, obviously, I, I <laughs> shut up too much. You thought it was a minor. Anyway, I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you my thesis later. You can read it. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Um, so so you argued and you were like, I don't think this. We can do that. Yeah, and, and then and then obviously so. And then, you know, we struggle for being like, okay, so what does this actually mean for us? We don't mm-hmm. really know. And I was mad because I, I honestly didn't think that jealousy and possessiveness was going to happen to me. Sure. I was like, fuck. And I just felt like a fraud that I'm like, oh, I'm just this like pitiful little trad after all. <laughs> you know, um, but then I was thinking about it and the idea of, him having sex with someone else actually always did excite me because I was witnessing it in my fantasy. You're part of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Almost like I needed to happen at my behest. Yeah. You know what I mean? To be like, you, her, go. Like, I need to, like, and that, so when we, so we, so we actually got drunk with my friend who I hooked up with. The, the Dom. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were all hanging out and I was like, let's do the threesome. And they both were like, that's ah, not a good night. And then someone offered us acid and we were like, okay. And then, but it wasn't just acid. It was also Molly. So that was the first time I candy flipped and you bet it, your ass we all had a fucking crazy ass threesome that night. Wait, first, what's it called? Candy flipping. Candy flipping. That's when acid it's, and Molly. Sorry, I don't do any of these drugs, Um, but I'm trying <laughs> to learn. It's... You you will not go to sleep and you will be so horny. And so candy flip. But I will say that was like mo- more fun. That was the most fun threesome I've ever had. Like that shit. <laughs> I, I remember she'd be like sucking his dick and I would look at him and be like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Ah, you're giving your dick sucks. Like, like I was just like, I was just like, hyped. all of a sudden you turned into like a 21 year old bro. Yes. I totally just like, like when they started, like, they were like, should we start kissing? Cause they were like, are you okay with it? And I was sort of like, oh my God. Oh, you guys are kissing. Oh. Like, I like had no chill. I acted like a freak. Uh, but it was really fun and it was really cool. And we had, and we had to stop cause we had to, um, we had to go home and walk the dog. <laughs> and that made me feel very old. But I, yeah. So I, so that was a great time. So I'm like, okay, I can do. You've tested a couple bounds, like okay, you alone last minute, probably not. Uh, us last minute with somebody together, uh, that's probably in a realm of possibility. Candy it's, flipping, yeah, great. Yeah, I mean, it's not so much about like the last minute, the planning. It's more like who, uh-huh. this, you know what I mean? Who is it? And so now, but here's the thing, because since then we have both gone into this bar. And I have looked at this girl, and then I was like... The Dom or the one that he didn't hook up with? The one he didn't hook up with. Okay. And so now, every time we go into the bar, I do this fun thing where I go, oh, yeah? You here to see your girlfriend? And he goes, every time? Really? (laughs) And uh, so... It's just going to be like that until you all fuck her together. Exactly. She's really cool. Uh, But it's like, you know... I like how you were like, I'm jealous of her, but like she's also so cool. Well, here's the thing. I... I can't be like actively jealous. Like when I'm jealous of someone, it's not like I don't like hate. I'm not not like, what a fucking bitch. What a stupid, ugly cunt. Like I've never been like that. I'm always like, you're so much thinner than me. I bet (laughs) she's really cool. Like it's always been, I've never directed my anger at a woman for a man not liking me. Uh Um, 
I mean, if she's a bitch, then yeah. But like, uh, so the, so it's 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 always been about like me feeling inadequate in some way. And right. if I, and I think just me being part of like a sexual situation, I think that would like that gets rid of the jealousy because I'm not wondering what's right. there. And I'm honestly, it's not even about like the sex. It's always it's about the what happens before or after. And I'm like, you know. Does he kiss her afterwards? Like, do they cuddle? Are mm. they doing, you know what I mean? Like, what it, I need to know. I just want to know the vibe. Uh-huh. I want to see. Also, I just, I don't want to make, I want to make sure he's not being like a jerk. Like, not like he would be, but I always feel like, you know, I thought about women who like. You want to make sure that your man is well behaved? Well, I feel like a lot of men um, who are like, yeah, my girlfriend says I can fuck whoever I want. And they takes that as like to still like be shitty to women. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, you should take. Uh, you know, like I, I'd want to be like, be upfront. Tell them you have right. a girlfriend. Don't you know what I mean? Like not shit like that. I and a, I'm, I'm sure he would. I had a guy write into the write in recently. He's like 40, mm-hmm. and he's been with like him and his wife are basically their only sexual partners, give yeah. or take one or two. Right? Like only people they've been with long time, and they're considering opening up the relationship. And his concern, which I found this sweet, he wasn't, he didn't have this, like, yeah, he's excited to, like, at the potential of this, but he's, like, he's not going, like, yes, I'm excited, I get to get my dick wet. He's concerned he's going to be bad in bed with these other women because yeah. he hasn't had experience outside of his wife. Yeah. And I was, like, oh, his concern is, like, I want to make sure I can please these other women if I get to hook up with them. And I'm, like, that's, see, that's the way to do it. That's the way. Don't don't be just like, yes, I get to get laid. Be like, how are, are you gonna are you gonna bring yeah. sense to the table? Yeah. Am I, is 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 the is the Will is these the other women be just as excited to there. fuck you? Will they will they be happy that I've joined their ranks? Yeah. <laughs> or they're gonna be like, go back to your wife. That's uh, that's don't, really good. Don't disappoint more than one woman in this world. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. John, buddy, I'm sure you're gonna do fine. You know, just sign up for Beducate with promo code Manor and you'll learn some things. Viagra, uh, come on. <laughs> It's fine. Um, but so, and what has been the aftermath of that threesome? Like, are things good? Because you said there was also some drama. Yeah. Like, are, where, where do you stand now? So we decided that, so we, so that was right before our, our wedding. And we were like, okay, we got threesome out of the way. Um, And we, I was like, can we, but I, I was just like, I feel like this has just gotten a little too complicated, a little too sure. messy right now. And our lives are up in the air. You know, we got fucking fired. We were getting new jobs. I'm getting try. I started doing fucking cruise ships. So I'm like leaving all, all the time now. And so it's like, okay, let's just for the first year of our marriage. Like, let's just keep it simple. We have till death. Do we part exactly. for, now, this, for for right now? Yeah. And I'm like, right now I'm just a little bit weird. And Until you both get really drunk and go like, well, I'm a threesome. Or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm sure one day, you know, if he, I, you know, like, I, you know, I would not have a problem with him, like, hiring a sex worker or something. I would, oh. that would not, that would not, because it's so, because it's so. It's not a threat to it, it, it takes all the emotional uh, complications and, the, like, uh, social awkwardness out yeah. of it. And you know he can't afford to go so often that it interferes. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, actually, I said on his on his bachelor party, I was like, you are allowed to get a blowjob. Like, I am, a, I, you are allowed to buy a blowjob. And so afterwards, I did ask him, and he goes, it was too expensive. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, babe. Um, oh yeah, also because I don't like to get blowjobs. Certainly, oh. especially not to completion. What am I a fucking saint? Are you kidding me? No. So like, if he wants to, 
So if he wants to pay for that, I'm like, yeah, that is a service that is hard labor. You should pay for that. You should you should leave it to professionals because I'm going to be just sitting here gag like you're like, I would do it if you paid. me. <laughs> and again, he can't afford it. You're so uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I'm not. a. I, I don't. Uh, I don't enjoy like I can't do like a good deep throat. I have a very sensitive uh-huh. gag reflex. Same. So it's like. <laughs> Okay, so it's like the more they're enjoying it, the more I'm like, you know what I mean? Okay. That it's like, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I'm sexy. Like, well, like when you're going down to the dick, you're like, oh yeah, this is me, my time. But then you start and you're like, oh, and he doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like my sex appeal goes out the window when I'm trying not to barf on a huge dick. <laughs> well, Sally-Ann, I, I, I do hope that there are enjoyable threesomes that don't cause a lot of drama in y'all's future. Oh, no. And that one was actually a very positive, sure. very positive experience. Well, may there be less drama for the other attempts. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, one more shot for the road. Yes. Woo, that's the most I've drank on this podcast. Oh, um, my God. Oh, Woo. Shout, okay. shout out to Appleton uh, Jamaican rum that I got duty free on my way back from Jamaica with a woman I thought I'd spend the rest of my life with, but broke up with me, uh, you know, weeks later. Sally Ann. Oh my God. <laughs> and on that note, let's. Where uh, can people find you if they want to hear more of you? <laughs> oh my God. We have so much to unpack after this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can find me, Sally Ann, at. Me, Sally Ann. That's my handle. Meet? At M-E, Sally Ann. Me. I just had a tweet go viral. Very happy about I it. I saw. Congrats. Thank Mazel. you. I'll just say real quick. Me and my husband, we were like, let's like pretend we're like on our first date and like going to this bar. It was like our one month anniversary and it was like last minute. We're like, okay, let's just be fun. And um, my husband decided to be a fucking dick and he decided to play his character, because I was like, let's be in character, not break character. He's an actor, whatever. He chose to be a Mormon <laughs> who didn't believe in sex before marriage. So literally, <laughs> we're having this whole conversation, and we do like, oh, hi, are you? Oh, yeah, hi. And we sort of drinks. We go sit down. And he's just doing his stupid fucking monologue, because I'm trying to make it sexy, and he's making it a joke. So I'm literally like glaring at him <laughs> across the table like, fucking hate you samson (laughs) and then uh when i went to the bathroom this like woman pulls me aside and she's like oh my god is that a first date and i was like oh yes it is and she's like it is so funny how much you fucking hate that guy and he has no idea (laughs) and i just start like laughing and i'm just and i gotta tell you i've never been more happy in my life than in that moment i was like oh and I was like, yeah, he's pretty clueless, right? <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, ugh, is there going to be a second date? And I'm like, well, it depends on how the sex is. And they oh! went, ah! and they started screaming. And I just like went back to the table and I'm just like, the most amazing thing happened to me. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're not mad anymore. And I'm like, no, <laughs> totally turned my mood around. It was very, very funny. And so we left together and I like looked back at them and was like, like winked, like, I'm going to do it. And they're like, ah! 
So funny. And you were like, show me that magic underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, he doesn't know a lot about Mormonism and he had a lot of inconsistencies and I was correcting him. Oh, that's very very kind of you. Oh, no. I was like, that's actually not what they believe. So, (laughs) Well, Sally Ann, this was great. Uh, Thanks for coming on. Thanks for doing some shots with me. And uh, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. Thank you for having me. And thank you for... um, Giving me your alcohol that I'm sure you were saving for someone special. I apologize. <laughs> I got dumped a couple months ago. There, there ain't no one special right now. All right. Pour the next Sally one. Sally, I'm sorry, but at this present moment, you're the someone special. So thank you for sharing it with me. <laughs> I accept. Thank you. Can you stick around a little bit? I got a little teaser for you. If you do, a little reward for sticking it through to the end. I'm going to be teasing my bonus episode from earlier this year with Venus Cuckoldress. Apparently, y'all fucking loved that episode, a very popular episode. And she did a bonus episode just about the bulls in Hot Wifing. So stick around to the end of these uh, these little bit of announcements and you'll hear a, a taste, a tease of that. Uh, folks, what did you think about Sally Ann Hall? What did you think about her story? Have you had a threesome go awry? I would love to hear about it in the champagne room. Connect with your fellow fan whores in the episode discussion channel about this week's show or join us for conversation in any of our channels. Introduce yourself today at manwhorepod.com slash discord. You want to respond to this episode a little more privately or a little bit more robustly? Do you have something you want to say to me directly? Got a question you need some help with? Shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. The hot movie night was so much fun. I hope more of you will join our Patreon community so you can join us next month. I very much appreciate the support of all of you who, uh, who have found a couple dollars in your pocket each week to throw my way. It's a, it's a great way to say thank you for the endless hours, the hundreds and hundreds of hours of free content uh, I've, I've given to you. And not for nothing, the hundreds of hours of bonus audio content that are behind the paywall. Become a member today. Support the whore that you love at patreon.com slash podcast. And if you don't got $2 in your pocket, but you want to support the show, hey, tell two fuck buddies to tell two fuck buddies about the Man Whore Podcast wherever they listen to audio. Yes, even Amazon Music. Even though this isn't music, I'm on there, baby cakes. I hope you have a good week. I hope you come hard. I hope you try something new. I hope you listen to an audio desire story that makes you wiggle your butt a certain way. And of course, as always, I hope you stay slutty. I enjoy big dick that's really hard um, because I like to feel like that. Most women, it's over an overwhelming feeling when they are completely like filled and like it's like your cervix is getting beat up. I love that. Um, so I'm a bit weird like that, but um, that's just what I enjoy. So it's got to have that. If it doesn't have that, then I'm not going to be loud as fuck.